Welcome to Growth is Personal podcast, the only podcast dedicated to your personal growth. Get ready as you listen to your host, Emeka Marawa, as he shares insight and strategies to help you accelerate your personal and professional growth and bring you conversations that will empower you to thrive and succeed in life, career, and business. Hello and welcome once again to Growth is Personal podcast, your number one podcast on personal growth. Um, today, we're going to be having a special guest, and um, her name is Goprit K-Man. Goprit K-Man, a.k.a. HR, the HR superhero. She likes to call herself the HR superhero, and, and we'll get into that in, uh, in, the, in the course of our discussion today. Goprit is an HR ex- and career expert trusted by the Wall Street um, Journal, the Globe and Mail, and the Voice of America and was recently awarded one of the most admired global India 2021. He has been working with companies in HR and job seekers for over a decade. She's on a mission to get career professionals in a career that is fulfilling and makes them happy from the inside out by uncovering their true purpose in their career. Gupri is an expert in positioning, messaging, marketing, and branding for career professionals helping career professionals grow their career and salary by clarifying their positioning and branding themselves as go-to subject experts. Friends, we're here today welcoming Group It K-Man to the Grow as Personal podcast. I'm excited about our conversation today. I've been following Group It for, you know, over, over a year or two now. And I've seen her evolve. And um, I mean, recently she she... She, she's going to talk a little bit about all that she's that she has going on, but I'm excited to have this conversation with her because I believe at this time um, the things the, the the things that she do or she does is something that is very important um, to career professionals, to individuals, and to 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 life in general. And we're going to be discussing about something, uh, a topic that is very interesting today. And um, at, at some point, we'll give corporate as well an opportunity to be able to, you know, address some of these questions that I'll be presenting to her today. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, corporate, you know, nice to have you here on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. And thank you for inviting me to be your guest. Yes, welcome. Um, I know, I know you have um, a lot going on. Your programs, <laughs> um, your master class, and all. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that you were able to take your time, you know, to um, to respond to our message. I know we had this going on for some time, and we, you know, um, a lot of things were going on, and we had to cancel. But here we are today, finally getting to do this um, together. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, sure. Oh, you want you want to introduce a little bit? I, I know I didn't cover. There's a lot about you that I didn't say in my introduction. So, is there something <laughs> that you want to, you know, say about yourself as we start um, our session today? Oh, sure. yeah, our conversation. Um, first, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> I have COVID. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> Just okay. Recovering. So, in case you hear me coughing in the background or something. Um. Yes. Um. The only thing I would like to just say to to cover is, you know. Yes, I have involved a lot, and thank you, Imka, for following me uh, for the past year. I think you got the 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 latest scoop because last year I went through a lot of transformation, and I'm just kind of like catching up. And I took a little bit of a break yeah, uh, yeah. from work and everything. And um, 
and it's a good thing. And I think a lot of times we underestimate or undervalue the importance of taking a break hmm. from everything just just to focus on ourself and then on his own is a, a growth period for right. one. <clears throat> and in that I've, I've also got a lot more into meditation and spiritually being involved thing. And I discovered a lot of different gifts that I have, which I started to incorporate into my coaching programs now. So if mm. anyone's ever attended any of my, even my free, my free masterclasses, I'll always start with a meditation to clear people's energy, to get people in the right uh, mind frame. And I think that's really important um, as individuals that we take the time to have me time. Me time mm. really means, you know, quiet down and be with yourself it's not right. what the commercials out there uh society will tell us take a bath go get your nails done or do this or do that but mm. me time legitimately means spending time with yourself so yes that's the only thing i would add there <laughs> awesome i mean this is this that fits right perfectly into what we're going to be talking about today and you know for me i'm, I'm very passionate about personal growth and the fact that we are responsible um, for how our life comes uh, turn out or the outcomes in our life, we're, we're responsible mm -hmm. for it. And um, and I've seen you um, talk a lot about about this, and that's one of the reasons why I say, you know, what well, we have to get corporate on 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 this podcast because you know, and what we're going to talk about ties you know right into the meditation aspect, being able to. Um, you know, by yourself, stay with yourself to be able to have that. Because a lot of times people think that growth is is all about um, just showing up. Sometimes it's not about showing up, mm -hmm. you know, and, and because oftentimes the showing up is for others. But when wh where's the where's the it can, it, there has to be a time where you show up for yourself, and oftentimes showing up for yourself doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in the public or you yeah. have to be outside. You you just mm -hmm. have to get that point that point in time where you stay with yourself. And you reflect, you know, and reflect on your journey and reflect on, you know, the things that you want to, um, you want to do and what you want to become and all of that. So, yeah, that's beautiful um, add on as we go into just, our talk. Yeah, go ahead. I want to add, like, you can't, you can't show up for others if you can't show up for yourself. Mm. I think we've been fed a lie. <laughs> yeah. Show up, show up, show up, you know, um, great. But the true aspect of showing up is you got to show up for you first right and sh mm. and showing up for you mean it can mean different things to different people but just always remember that you got to first show up for you and put mm. yourself first and and as someone who's a south asian woman come from a south asian culture i can tell you many cultures we've been told not to do that and we're told that it's selfish that we need to put others first but i'm going to tell everybody listening to this podcast that no it's actually the most selfish thing you can do is show up for others and not show up for yourself so the mm -hmm. most thing the most important piece is to show up for you and that alone with will help you grow it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable to show up for you it's very comfortable to show up for others right let's face it it mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. And it's why we are so prone to keep ourselves busy because we don't want to show up for ourselves. Why is it so hard to sit five minutes still, quiet, close your eyes and be with yourself? Because mm. if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right. But it's easy if a friend calls and say, I, shit, my life is up in smokes. I need you. You're going to drop everything and show up because it's easy to show up for others. Mm. It's actually mm. very easy to show up for others. And it's I found it. it's really hard. 
um, to show up for yourself. And that this does go right into the topic you're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> and it, so I just want to emphasize that the most important thing as human beings that we can do is show up for ourselves first, and then only can we show up for others. Yeah, I, I think I, li I like the way the conversation is going because uh, it, it's 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 a conversation that is needed right now. Um, because if you look at you look at what, it, especially you know, on social media and all, um, there's a lot of talk about showing up. And uh, yeah, I've I've also said show up and all of that, but there's a point where you have to show up for yourself. And if you look at the real intentions, you know, behind showing up, a lot of times it's just people want to receive that applause or they want to receive the likes or they want to receive the you know mm -hmm. hey you're doing great and all of those things all of those things are good but if that is the attention then it's not going to last because you know um if you're building to last oftentimes it's not it's not about what if people you know applaud you or not right um so yeah that's that's a that's interesting so we're going to go into our conversation to the end Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be talking about knowing your what, right? Um, know your what and don't settle for anything less. Um, and you are, you know, a career professional, a HR professional, someone who is really, um, um, you know, into building people and helping people become the best version of themselves, right? So what when you hear the word know your what, what comes to your mind? Know your worth, um, what comes to my mind is, we've never and I'm guilty of this myself and it's why I started talking so much on all this is we've never been taught to know our worth hmm. even as career professionals we've always been kind of like puppets to employers and we've been taught that the companies decide what they pay us so we've been conditioned to think that we have no control over our salaries or what we should get paid and the companies decide it but that's not true at all and i learned that when i became an entrepreneur and even as an entrepreneur i was selling myself short but through coaches through training through research through learning through following other entrepreneurs and stuff knowing your worth is so important it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or you're a career professional and and that's where that showing up for yourself come, plays in. You're not going to know your worth until you show up for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. If you're willing to spend time with yourself, then you can really dig in to know what your worth is. Now, your worth can, you know what I'm saying? You know, I give this, um, I use Gucci and Walmart or H&M, for example, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not telling people that you have to price yourself at a particular price point, but knowing what who you are, what you bring to the table is knowing your worth. And what right. you do with that and what you put money on that, that's up to you. But know that there's a market, right? Yeah. Um, and it's one of like it's one of the toughest things to crack in terms of knowing your worth is well. Once you know the problems you solve, the the your brain, your your brain's capability, what are you truly gifted in doing? We are all born with the gift. Right. And 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 we've been 
thrown into a society that tells us we have to get higher education, we have to get degrees, we have to get credentials, we have to keep, you know, getting certifications after certifications, and we get caught up in these, in this, but no one's taught us, but hold up, wait up, what's your worth? But what are you, what, like, when you go to an employer and then they, they tell you, ask you a salary question, mm -hmm. do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Do you know at that moment, do you calmly communicate? Or are you just saying, and I've been HR and I can tell you how many people just, oh, whatever the market rate is, I'm pretty sure you're gonna compensate me the market rate. Um, or people just go, uh, quickly give a market rate. Market rate is just a general going rate. That's not your worth. Right. Just a guideline, right? A little basic guideline of what you can potentially earn. But knowing your worth is truly, honestly, and empowering. It's liberating. And I'm speaking from experience. I found it to, obviously, once I got out of my fears and doubts and got to the other side of it, it becomes very liberating because that's how you set, end up setting yourself apart from everybody. That's right. And one of the things is then you become when you know your worth, you also then become a go-to, an expert for something. People will come to you for something because that's what you're going to be known for. When you know your worth, you also know what you're bringing to the table. You know what you're good at, what you're gifted and doing. That becomes automatically your positioning. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and 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 that's where I'm going to now use Gucci or Walmart and H&M, for example, right? So let's take, I'm going to use H&M. Like, Let's say H&M takes a, a plain cotton t-shirt, 100% cotton, and they put H&M on it, 20, 30 bucks, okay? Yeah. Gucci can take the exact same 100% cotton t-shirt and slam their name on it. And that becomes a premium price now, $500,000. Now, Gucci knows its worth. Gucci's not saying, okay, I'm going to lower my prices because I want to sell to everybody. Right. Right. They're mm. not. What that's what HM is doing, right? HM is creating a market for everybody. Hey, come to our store. It's for everyone. Right? Mm. Price point. <clears throat> and Gucci is now in premium and saying, No, my name, my name, Gucci, has value. It's worth something. It means something. Right. So if you want it, <laughs> hey, you're gonna pay. You're trying to tell me people are not buying Gucci. People are. I've seen even the normal human being <laughs> buying Gucci, right? Find, we save yeah. up our money and we get it, right? We'll right. find a way to get it if we really want it. So when it comes to knowing your worth, first thing is knowing who you are, what you bring to the table, what problems you can solve, what solutions do you provide? And then, then you put, well, okay, what is that worth? What am I worth to somebody? Well, what do you want to be worth? It's hmm. not even about somebody. It's what you want. And hmm. then when you know what you want, now let's say you go and say, like, I'm going to openly say I'm not the cheapest coach, but I'm not the most expensive coach either. I know people who charge like $1,000, $2,000 an hour for coaching. Right. I'm only charging $500 an hour, or I have coaching programs that are a little bit lower price, but not that lower price because it is it is $3,000 to $5,000 for a coaching program with me. 
but the value, right? I know what I'm bringing. Do I get people saying they can't afford it? Yes. But do am I still selling them? Yes. People buying them? Yes. I run a membership that's only like 30, 40 bucks a month. So there's a market, right? Right. And with the market also then comes with knowing your worth. I can have something at a price point for everybody, but I can also work with people and say, this is what I commend. Now, did I go into charging $500 an hour? No, no. And knowing your worth also comes down to like, as an entrepreneur, I have to prove myself with testimonials, proven clients, getting results, right? Yeah. And then, then I can charge more and more. And then eventually I built myself as a brand and yes, I charge more. So as career professionals, knowing our worth is, look at all the companies you worked with. What type of results have you gotten? That, that results that you've gotten is your testimonials, right. is your proven process. You have a proven process, a blueprint that you keep using over and over. It's why you're getting all these results for companies. Now, what is that worth? Because let me tell you something, companies are profiting from that. Millions and billions of dollars. Right. But what are you profiting it? How are you profiting from it? Right? Hmm. So never underestimate or undersell yourself. And that's what the concept of knowing your worth comes, mm -hmm. right? What are you worth? Hmm. You, you have to put a dollar value on you, not companies, not employers. Then you go and command that. Hmm. And know for sure that there is an employer out there that will pay you. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I usually, you know, when I get asked, you know, um, we talked, you know, you talked something about, you know, people going about getting degrees and certifications and all of that. And I asked myself the question, I used to, you know, when I have conversation with friends, like, what is the return on investment? Like, what's your ROI on this, on this degree or on this certificate? Now, if you can begin to analyze it to that point, you can say, you know, I mean, I'm getting a degree worth $25,000 or $30,000. What's my return on investment on this? Right? Because if we don't begin to ask those questions, it's just going to be like, okay, I've done this degree, I've done certificate. Okay. But now I don't even know the value of that and how to place value, you know, on myself, you know, in terms of um, my worth. Right. So I, that's a, that's a beautiful way, way to put it. And so the one of the one question I have for you is so then how and you've touched on this I believe um, but just for the sake of those who um, probably didn't get it so how do you then define your worth your self worth what what are the things you look at to define your worth okay so one of the things I teach in my coaching program is putting a dollar value on yourself right and and what I look at is. Look at, make a list of all the problems you've solved in your entire career history, right? And then put a dollar value. If you didn't solve that problem for that employer in that job, then what would it happen, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so we want to look at two things. If you didn't solve it, how much money was the company going to be losing from not that problem not being solved? Number two, the problem got solved and you solved it. How much money did the company make from that solving that problem, that solution that you came up with, right? Now, when I say how much money they made, even if it's a you implemented a cost-saving solution, that's still right. money, right? Mm -hmm. Like revenues minus expenses equal profits. 
So companies are in the business to make profits, not lose money. And that's where the layoffs are happening right now. We have so much talk about layoff going on. And that's because companies lost money. Some made money in the pandemic, someone, some just sustained. And now you have a little bit of a pitfall <coughs> where companies are doing layoffs. Not all companies for some, right? So you look at the problems you solved and how much are those problems you solved worth? Hmm. Okay, so that's number one. I don't care for what degree you have, for credentials you have, because that are nice to have futures. That's right. a future. So I'm going into sales stuff now. Um, that's a future, nice future to have, uh, meaning your degrees, your education. But none of that is going to help you make more money. Because I know tons of people who have tons of credentials, degrees and MBAs, and still not making six figures. Because it's those things don't make you get you higher paying salary jobs. What will get you higher paying salary jobs is one, knowing all the problems you solve and what they're worth. Two, what are you so damn good at doing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is that one big problem that you are solving? What are you a master in? You have to become a go-to expert for something. Right. You can't just be a generalist. You can just say, I'm good in everything, right? When my clients figured this piece out, they have been able to double and triple their salaries. I had a client who was making $50,000 a year. When I helped her figure out what's the problem she solved, what's one, what's she's so damn good at, what is something she's just naturally gifted in doing? And that's your gift, right? Knowing your gift, what are you naturally gifted in doing? What are you such a great expert in? Some, a lot of times people are so great in doing stuff, but they have never taken, again, goes back to sitting down with yourself and asking these hard questions. Right. So taking a snapshot, going through your entire career history, taking a, tr a journey, take a trip on memory lane and go and make a list of every single problem you have solved in your entire career. Mm. And then ask yourself all these problems you solved. What was that one big result that yielded for the company and that's gold mine right there because that big yield result that you keep getting for companies it's making companies money yeah. don't you deserve that piece of the pie right right and it's you know people, people tend to undervalue or underestimate the 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 the, the quality right or of the result that they get you know or they achieve in a company that oh well i was just part of a team but yeah you 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 play the role right mm -hmm. hmm. so your brain right you, your brain what is that worth so i also okay for example let's take <clears throat> you got a brain injury and you're in the hospital they tell you okay we can operate right now on you but we only have a general surgeon or if you wait a day, neur neurosurgeon will be available and he or she can operate on you. Which one are you going to pick? Are you going to pick a general surgeon to operate on your brain or are you going to pick the neurosurgeon? Hmm. Now, general surgeon knows how to do everything. But the neurosurgeon is an expert in brain. And keep in mind, neurosurgeon also knows how to do everything with the body too, because they didn't become a neurosurgeon without not knowing right. how the entire body functions, body right? Yes. <clears throat> but they specialized in becoming an expert in 
brain function. Who are you going to pick? Mm -hmm. A neurosurgeon, obviously. <laughs> so who do you want to be? A general in your domain or in your field? Or do you want to be like a neurosurgeon in your field? Mm. So you have a choice, right? We all have a choice. Do so you pick? And there's nothing wrong being a general. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. But I prefer to be a neurosurgeon. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. prefer to be a neurosurgeon in my field and hence right. I can command more money, right? But now I'm focusing on being an expert in something and that's how we build recession-proof careers if we become a go-to expert, okay? Something. Mm. You got to be known for something. You can't just be known for everything because when you're known for everything, people your name's not going to pop into anybody's mind. Right. So when you're known for something, your name will pop in. Like my name popped into your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You, I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person you follow, right? But you're following me and tons of other people. But when you had something that popped into your mind, okay, I want to do a podcast on this topic, but I'm gonna, I need a person to come and talk on it. Boom, my name popped in, right? Yeah. That is how you become a go-to expert for something. Yes, like sir. I'm great at many things, but when I started positioning myself as a go-to expert for and keeping it simple, hey, land a job in 30 days, or that's how I started. And now I'm like, okay, you want to make more money? I'm the person to come to. You want to land high-paying salary jobs? Come to me. You want to build a six-figure career? Come to me. Right? Mm. Be known for something. Be damn good at what you do. And when I say be damn good at what you do, I'm not telling you to go get invest money in credentials or degrees i mean be so good at what you do be consumed by what you do and that is by listening to podcasts that is by attending webinars learning from experts in your industry that is far more valuable than going and spending money in an institute that's teaching you history let's face it getting an right. mba or getting any degree they're just teaching you history this came to light specifically in this pandemic mm. my cousin was in school uni university marketing teacher comes and goes he is so honest and said there's nothing i can teach you because nothing is valuable right now because we're in the pandemic because no one's experienced it mm -hmm. and i go okay then what happened did the teacher give your money back no so what did he do nothing but I go, it took the pandemic for people to realize that school is outdated in terms of their teachings because we're living in such a fast-paced environment now where yeah. it, schools are teaching us outdated stuff. By the time we graduate, by the time we get those credentials or certifications, things have changed. That's yeah. how fast the world's moving. Mm. So the only way to keep up is if you teach and learn every single day. And it. the best people to learn from are people who are experts in what they do. That's right. So, so in, in a nutshell, it means that you know, for anyone who who wants to you know begin to determine the awards, it's it's important that we go beyond the you know um, chasing. Not that getting the degrees is not is a bad idea, but making sure that we're practicing, we're learning, we're doing the things, doing it because it's in doing. You know, if you want to be an expert at something, go do it. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, but I don't have the opportunity. Well, create the opportunity, right? I mean, I, I know as a result of this podcast, the opportunities that have come to me. And it was not because I knew how to do podcasts. I mean, it was just one day. Now I have a mic. I have uh, all the whole gadget. But before, it was just 
my 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 laptop mic but the fact that i got in and started doing and practicing that's how you get better at, at what you do right okay I, I i was thinking about this you know before the podcast and i want you to share you know if this also resonates with you and if you want to share mm -hmm. some thought about it and I, I thought about four four um in four categories or four elements you know in determining your worth and i know there are other things there but um i, I want to see from these four lenses number one is money and a lot of times people shy away from talking about money. But if you're talking about self-worth, um, you also want to talk about money. Um, number two is mindset. Because yeah. oftentimes, you know, the no matter how much you, the value of what you can bring to the table is, if you don't have the right mindset to be able to know who you are and command that, you know, that request or demand that value, you know, in confidence, it's not going to happen. And number three is your message, your mission you know your message because you said it very clearly you know one of the things that caught my attention to you was your message was the fact that you were putting this content out there that shows that you you understand the subject and that you're an expert at this subject right and number three is your methods now this is a this is a is, is a much more uh inner circle part where you know you need to be able to get that coaching or that program to know how these things work. So in this four categories, does this resonate with you? Is this something that mm -hmm. you you want to speak to? Yes. So first one I already touched on money, right? Mm -hmm. You have to put a dollar value on yourself. That's right. Okay? And and the mindset piece is so important is because when it comes to money, what's we have fears. We um you know, including myself, we we've been programmed to think having wanting more money is evil, or it's mm. selfish, it's greedy. Um, but the energy we give to money is what we're gonna get back, right? So if you see it as that it's an evil thing, or it's greedy to want more money, and then you that's what you're gonna, you that's the energy you're get giving it, and hence you're not gonna make more money. Or if you think oh, I never have enough money, or I can't afford this, then guess what? You're never going to have enough money and you're never going to afford things. So even when people approach me and, oh my God, your programs are expensive, I can't afford it. My response now isn't a whole sales pitch. I just say, no problem. Here's an affirmations. Your energy is what you're going to attract. So if this instead of saying I can't afford it, say I have money and I can afford it. And keep saying it over and over and over. <clears throat> and I will guarantee you in seven days you will have money. Mm. The energy, right? right. And right. and 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 instead of saying I don't have money, just say I have money just flows to me. Money is just coming to me, right? The that fear around money. So money is the mindset about money is you got to get comfortable with money in order to make money you have to love money i had somebody that tell me i love money that's why you know i, I don't want to give you money i go but in order to make money you have to spend money mm -hmm. you can't not give money and think you're going to receive money it doesn't work like that right the universe mm -hmm. and this whole comedy doesn't work on this and i learned this in the pandemic was that okay you know businesses around me were closing or restaurants were suffering and i just made a habit okay I'm, i don't really eat out so i was like i'm going to support the local businesses i made a habit of getting something once or twice a week to a little bit even further and every time i spend money i just put pure tensions of 
I make 10 times back or I'm grateful that I have money. I'm supporting. I'm I'm supporting the ecosystem. We got to support the ecosystem. We right. have to spend money in mm-hmm. order. Like, and everybody's now, like, let's take recession, for example. There's so much talk on recession. What people don't understand is if we don't spend money, the ecosystem's going to collapse. And we're going to be in recession. And we're going to be probably in a bigger recession, right? So, again, goes down to energy. I went into the mindset, I'm going to, whatever money I have, I'll spend it supporting local businesses, like a restaurant, for example, who can't take on people dining and all stuff and they suffer the the most but i i just i'm gonna, I'm gonna give i put the attention i'm giving knowing i'm gonna get back so that was how i started then what i started to doing was every time i spend money i just put the attention i'm gonna make it 10 i'm gonna make five times back or 10 times back i'm gonna mm. get this money 10 times back so if i spend a dollar i'm gonna make 10 bucks more <clears throat> 10 bucks is gonna come back to me so the energy we give to money is really comes down to our mindset okay so we so look at how you've been conditioned or programmed to think around money also money is a great thing because if we have money we can again give back mm-hmm. so if you mm-hmm. we can do more right like if yeah. you can you can give back to the communities you can give back to your favorite charities you can give to food banks charities and all that stuff but only if you can have money left over at the each at the end of each month Right. If you're barely making ends meet for yourself, how are you going to give money to anybody else, right? Right. So money is, like, I just look at it, if I have a gift to make money, that means I'm able to help more people. Not everyone can make more money. That's just a reality. Right. But whoever is listening to this, I can tell you, you're listening, that means you have the, the ability to make money. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to any of you, any of these podcasts, right? There's a fire in you. Your soul's talking to you. There's something that's driving you to be listening to any of these podcasts. Hmm. And that is truly a gift and on its own, right? Every single person is gifted, but do you truly have the ability to see your gift? And that comes down to mindset, right? We have right. so much fear because we think no one's going to hire us. And hence, we lower our prices. Mm-hmm. I know a, a person... I was on a potential client call and he was so confident saying, I want to land a job that pays me 150K. Confidently communicating, I'm like, great. Then I'm like, okay. So he's like, I'm getting some interviews. So he got an interview call. And then when the salary question came up, I'm like, okay, what'd you say? I said 110, 120. I go, wait, what? How did you go from 150K saying to me very confidently, but when a recruiter or company in HR asked you the salary question, you lowered your price point and you went to saying I 110 and then 20. And he just mm. went quiet. I already knew what happened. Fear. Scared. Mm. I go, what happened? He's like, I don't know. I go, were you scared that if you said 150K, you may get overlooked? He goes, yes. I go, but let's say, okay, let's go with, okay, you said 110. You go through all the interviews but you really want 150K and you think you're worth 150K, you only lowered your price to go through the interview process. But when you get that job and job offer, let's say you've been taking it for 110, 120, and then you get into that role a month or two months or three months down the road, you're going to be sitting there saying, pardon my language, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) I'm working 
my butt off, but I'm only getting one pen, right? That that emotions, I've been there to know. And I've seen mm. people in HR as well. Being in HR, I've seen so many things. I've been there where you lower your price and then you take a job and then you're working so much and you're doing so much work and then you're like, but I'm not getting paid enough to do all this, right? Mm -hmm. And then I seen it on the other side as employees coming to me. Well, I'm doing all this work, but I'm not, but company's not paying me enough, right? So that, 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 that energy, that not feeling valued starts to come in, right? Like, well, I'm not valued. I'm overworked or I'm all the work I'm doing. I'm not actually fairly compensated. But at that moment, you have to take a step back and ask yourself, well, who's to blame? Right. It's so quick to point fingers at the employer. No, you decided that landing a job was more important at that moment than saying, no, this is how much I want and I'm only going to land a job that pays me that. I'm not saying, you know, if you don't have a job, I'm not saying, hey, you know, it's okay if you don't have a job to go take any job right mm. but i'm saying to truly be fulfilled in your career and be happy and successful you have to know what your worth is and align yourself with those employers when you lower your prices what you're doing is you're now attracting the lower lower paying employers to come in and you close the doors for the higher paying higher quality employers now we all know this. There's great employers out there, and there's shitty employers out there, right? But every given moment, you have a choice to make. Do you want to be working for great employers, high quality employers who value their employees, treat them like gold, or do you want to be working for uh, employers who just want higher? They want the moon and the star, but they want to pay low, right? Oh, yeah. You are deciding that. Your energy is deciding that. So first make a decision on who do you want to work for? And then also put when you put a dollar value on you, you're now attracting higher caliber type of employers to come through. Right. And that's where the mindset comes in, right? Fear. Okay. Fear is something we all have. And it's a blessing, to be honest, because it's an opportunity to sit there and ask yourself, well, why do I have this fear? Where is this fear stemming from? Mm -hmm. It's stemming from something. I had a fear about abandonment. I'll be very vulnerable and honest. And I thought it was stemming from a, like a particular situation. But until I didn't dedicate through healing and really healing myself, through meditation and healing processes, I discovered that it stemmed all the way when I was eight years old, when my parents decided to put me and my, my twin sister into a boarding school, mm. all the way in, in, in India, of all places, mm. they put us in an India boarding school. From Canada, they took us to India and said, here you go, we're going to be, you're in a boarding school, is an English boarding school. Right. But I didn't see my parents for three years. I was just eight. And wow. then there's a whole ripple effect that happened in that boarding school that when I reflect now, like, again, I dedicated to healing. I dedicated to facing my fears and overcoming my self-worth issues. When we have fears around money and owning what we want, that 
is stemming from a deeper inner conflict that we have with ourselves and it's always about self-worth right hmm. so owning your self-worth the only way to command more money from employers or knowing what your true worth is is first you owning who you are right do you want to touch on the message part because I, I think it's also very critical now you know you, you know your worth you put a value on your worth you you also have the right mindset to 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 demand and call you know um forth the things that you you, you your worth but also what are the message what are the message part because i think it's very important in this day and age especially um uh, with social media and all how do how do you portray yourself in such a way that you begin mm -hmm. to attract this kind of you know uh people that put the value on your worth how how do you do that your energy your energy will attract that right like remember you showed up on one of my free sessions mm -hmm. yeah and i was it was oh no it, yes it was about how to manifest right and then i said to you when you put your camera on then i knew it was you and i said i manifested being on a podcast right mm -hmm. because i just picture myself to be honest I've manifested a lot of things. I manifested being on the Wall Street Journal. Uh, I was featured on Wall Street Journal. And mm. though I wasn't manifesting to be on Wall Street Journal, I've been manifesting to be on Forbes <laughs> magazine. <laughs> but hey, closest thing that moment came was Wall Street. Then it came the Globe and Mail, right? It starts to have a ripple effect. Now, these people came to me. I didn't go, I didn't go approaching them. They came to me. I've been on so many numerous podcasts. It came to me because just the energy and frequency I'm vibrating on. When I'm on low frequency, I'm not attracting anything. I'm always, always attracting shit stuff, right? But that's just the truth. Now, going back to a little bit, I want to go back to what I said earlier about, um, about owning your worth is the high caliber employers. Now, true story about myself, when I started owning my worth, what I'm valued and overcoming that whole money objection and fear around money and people are going to reject me on price point. When I started commanding more money for what I do, because the results I was able to get for people, um, for like far more on uh, people's ROI, return on investment. Like if someone's paying me $1,500 for my coaching program and they double and triple their salaries, like, mm -hmm. like 15 is nothing, right? So I come at, now I started, my sales coach helped me reprice my program to $3,000. And $3,000 is nothing compared to when I, within 60 days you can double and triple your salary. Like that's a small little pie, right? Now, mm. what came out of this is when I increased my prices, I attracted a different type of clientele. People That's who are right. dedicated, people who want the result, people want right. to work. The That's mindset right. is different, right? Mm -hmm. So going back to, you know, um, which employer you want to work for, when you lower your prices, what's happening is you're attracting employers that are going to overwork you. You're going to be never, uh, you're never going to be appreciated. You're always going to feel you're undervalued, right? That's so, right. but when you start to command premium, like, whatever you want to command for your price point and you don't settle for anything less than what you're worth you are now attracting a higher caliber type of client that's where the fulfillment of your work is going to come you know employers who invested in you employers who value their employees who will give you paid time off unlimited or whatever right mm -hmm. 
put professional development in you, send you to conferences, pay for your credentials and really invested in you because they know investing in you means you're going to make them 10, 20 times more money, right? Mm, it's a, right? It's a, it's a, it's a give and take, but they have a much more greater to lose. Like, look at Google, look at the Google environment or tech Silicon Valley. They give so much their employees, not because there's a psychology around it, right? They're giving so much because they know you're going to produce and be more efficient, right? That's so right. they command only the top-notch talent to come in and work for them, and hence they pay top-notch money, right? right? So that's what I mean by mindset is, well, have a mindset. Do you want to be top-notch talent? Because guess what? You are. Mm -hmm. The only person that's not thinking you're top-notch talent is just you, your mind, your inner being. Mm. You're your consciousness, right? Your subconscious has this fear around it. The minute you own your worth is also then saying, I am damn top-notch talent and I deserve to work at Google. I deserve to work for companies like Netflix or Amazon, whoever you want to work for. But know who you want to work for and then know your price because you will attract. The minute you own your worth, you will start to attract a whole different type of people. employers. And guess hmm. that's where you're going to be more happy and satisfied, right? You're going right. to wake up feeling like a guy working with great, amazing, bright-minded people, smart people. You're in a space where, you know, you're appreciated. If you value your, your, your manager loves you, your company loves you. Like just that feeling, the emotions and feeling. People underestimate the importance of the emotions and feelings you feel every day at work. So hmm. know what you want to feel. Amazing. Hmm. Okay, I just, you know, when I was thinking about this, you know, this uh, um, talk for today, there were a few words that came to my mind, you know, and one of the things I, I thought about is that if you do not know your worth, someone is going to determine that for you. And that's what we see today. You know, mm -hmm. um, you, like you said, uh, one of your clients, uh, I don't know if it was your client, but he had this price point, but because, you know, he wasn't confident, you know, or maybe the fear, he then lowered his, his, his price. Or his his, his um, expected salary um, when it was asked. So it's it's very clear now that if you do not know your worth, someone is going to determine that for you, and that's not the way we want to live our life. You know, if you're taking responsibility for your your personal and professional growth, you want to be able to know your worth. And also, I, I thought about something again that you, our words define our worth, right? Mm -hmm. um, because one thing what happens is that your words begin to feed into your thoughts. Your thoughts begin to create the actions, you know, the energy around, you know, what, how you do, how you present yourself, how you show up. And then those actions begin to create the identity. Now, mm -hmm. the identity is how people then identify you. For example, you know, the way I identified you, you know, is because I've, I've listened to your words and the words came out from the way you're thinking. And then we begin to create the action and how you show up online and all of that. So I, I wanted to talk about what this piece called identity. Um, what do you have to say about it? Because I think, mm -hmm. you know, in, in the personal branding space and all, we're not going to personal branding today, but how do you create that identity? And you probably have touched on this, but I wanted to just uh, go deeper a little bit before we, we wrap things up. How do you create that identity such that people can then begin to, um, you know, um, place place more value on you? Um, that's a great question, and it starts with you. 
again, start, everything starts with you. You have to sit down and ask yourself, well, who you are. I'll be very honest. My breakthrough moment really happened when my father died um, September 2018. His death anniversary is coming up, so it'll be, I think, six years now. Mm. I call my dad's death blessing in disguise because when he died, I really started to look at my life and ask myself, well, what do I want? Do I just want to work and die? Or do I want, what do I want people to say when I, I'm dead? Like, is anyone going to stand up in my funeral? Or is it just going to be friends and family? Hmm. And friends and family, great. They're going to say great things about me. But what a complete stranger who maybe nobody in my family knows or none of my friends. So outside of my family and friends, what is someone going to say? Because hmm. That is more important. Hmm. Friends and family saying good things about me, of course. They know me, right? Hmm. But what is somebody who's not my friend or not my family outside of that circle, what is someone going to say? Hmm. So that that's what I started questioning. And then I started asking, me, well, what do I, what kind of impact do I want to make in this life? Because I always want to make an impact. It's something that was always in me. It was always on in my soul, but I was never doing it hmm. to the level that my soul was yearning for it. And, you know, life got in the way, kept busy. But when my dad died, then I really started like, you know, enough is enough, right? I can be that too. I can die. Hmm. My dad, I never, none of us thought he would die at 67. I'm pretty sure my dad didn't, but he got this rare disease that has no cure. cure. So in those moments, that's where my life really started to change. And I also made a commitment that I don't want to be fake. And when I say fake, I mean, I want to talk on real things as hard as it may be. I'm in HR and I see so many things and I was running my HR consulting business. Um, so I wasn't sharing every aspect of what I see because client image, the image, or I want to get customers, I want to land clients, so I can't also dish out bad things right but right. then i was like no i don't i'm not i don't want to be fake because if i'm not showing talking and everything then in one aspect i'm being fake because hmm. i'm picking and choosing only to talk about the good things right i'm not talking right. the hard reality like how a ceo can make an employee cry and at the same time he can be also has great things about him but what he didn't realize was him making his employees cry is why he's also going to lose employees right but that's the reality. Having facing sexual harassment at work, I've done those investigations. Another reality. Hmm. <laughs> but I wasn't talking on the hard, dark side of things I'm seeing because I wanted to land clients. But when I became really true to who I am and started opening talking about the good and the bad, I'm talking on the good and I'm talking on the bad. Hey, if you want to retain your employees, then ditch the bad and you got to do X, Y, and Z, right? And then also really talking on things I've gone through. I got mm. fired from my first HR manager role and nothing to do with my performance at all. Just wasn't a fit with the new VP of HR um, and whatnot, right? You never know the real reasons. I know it wasn't my performance because I turned a shithole into excelling place so i know it wasn't it wasn't mm. my performance but mm -hmm. when i really got vulnerable and real 
yeah. is when I really, people really started to connect with me. Um, so identity starts with no, knowing who you are and owning it. And also, no, you're not meant for everyone. That's right. Not everyone's going to like you, but not everyone's going to hate you. But when you truly stay true to who you are and you project that out there, you will attract the right people who are meant to come into your life. And those who are not meant to be in your life anymore will just fizzle away. And mm. that piece will be hard to let go. Mm. <laughs> um, but greater things are waiting for you. Greater people are waiting for you. And I'm speaking from an ex personal experience. When I started to own who I am, that's also requiring some people had to leave my life. Yeah, yeah. Because I had to make room for those that I'm now meant to come in when I started to own who I am, what That's I'm right. meant to do. So to be really identified, to build your identity requires to really go deep into your soul and know what you want. Your soul is always talking to you. We are all psychic, you know, nobody is just... Nobody is gifted as a psychic. It's just practice. Those people are practicing their, the art of their third eye, tuning into their psychic ability. Every single human being is psychic. You are psychic. I'm psychic. Everyone is. All it requires is quiet down, tuning in, and making it a practice. That gut feeling that you feel is your intuition talking to you, your soul talking to you, your psych talking to you. Mm. Act on it. And it will keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And then you have all the awareness in this world and all the messages from the universe can come to you. But it requires you to stop, look, see, trust, and move forward. Move forward. Awesome. So identity <laughs> will start with you. Awesome. Wow. Wow, that's that's amazing. I mean, yeah, like there has to be there has to be that that atom of vulnerability to be able to embrace who you are and uh yeah that's that's a great way to put it um Gupri, thank you so much um before um we wrap things up i usually ask my guests three questions um okay and this is a specific question um to wrap things up i call it the final three uh the first question is what is what is the worst advice you've received in the course of your life, journey, career, professionally, personal? What is the worst advice they've received that looking back, you're like, what? And it did help you, you know, your personal growth. <laughs> oh my God. Did you really put me in the spot to sit there and think? <laughs> I mean, the worst, know. okay. The I for in my career, the worst advice I ever got was. Um, I built my entire HR career on contracts and um, the worst advice I ever got was oh because you've done so much contract work that it seems like you're a hopper and you're not gonna stay hmm. and that wasn't true at all those contract jobs really helped me elevate to a next level and and what I learned was like but that's someone's perspective that's not true Right. So it's the energy that I give it. So I took that person's advice and then I, you know, started thinking, oh, maybe no one's going to hire me either. But that's not true. I, those When I now look back, 
And I still, I'm, I'm a type of person that I look at the world, I don't care if it's contract or permanent, it doesn't really matter to me. But when I look back now and reflect, those each of those contract jobs I built and I openly proudly earn, own that, yeah, I built my entire majority major career has been built on contract roles. But those each of those moments were setting me up to then my next journey was to launch my HR consulting, right? Mm -hmm. Everything has a purpose. Not mm -hmm. everyone's meant to understand it, but you listen to your gut. Thing is, I've always listened to my gut. Some people told me to go get an HR designation. You will never land a job. You can't go further if you don't get an HR designation. I didn't do it because it didn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. Don't take advice from those that haven't gone through the journey that you want to go on. Only take advice from those that have been there, done it, because that person knows what it takes, right? Right. So only, I think we all want advice, but not everyone is, advice is going to, is best advice. That's right. You, right. So only take advice from somebody. I'm not telling you to take my advice either, right? But my advice is right for somebody and it can be totally wrong for someone else. So know your own energy, your gut feeling. So when you're even listening to this podcast and what I'm saying, if something in your in your inside of you is saying no, guess what? It's no. <laughs> Listen to your own energy, your own gut. Your gut is never wrong. That's your soul talking to you. So anytime anyone gives you advice, just take a moment, process and tune in and ask yourself, well, is this advice for you? That's right. And That's if right. it is, you'll know. And if inside you saying no, it's no. Mm -hmm. You just answered the second question I was going to ask you, which is, what is your advice to <laughs> to anyone you know out there who's listening, um, in, you know, in the journey of the you know defining the self worth, and want to be able to command the value they deserve. And one of the answer I'm getting, and which you can also answer to it again, is you know. Take advice from those who are actually doing it, not those who are saying it, right? Take advice from those who are doing it. So if you want to answer the other the question again, what kind of advice, what advice will you give to anyone listening to you right now? That you were the Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I'm like totally cutting you off. <laughs> no, it's it's all right. I mean, just to I think the advice is about I'm so ready to answer this question. <laughs> I want you to be able to nail the, the the response because it is about you know how you've you found yourself you you're able to determine your self worth now someone who is out there who is just starting out or who is in the you know at a point in their life where I don't even know what I'm worth what is the advice you can give that person right now? You honestly, first of all, you don't need advice from anybody. Um, the only person you need advice is you. From is sorry, the only person you need advice from is you. We have all the answers inside. So if you truly want to know who you are, uh, you want to you build your identity um, and self-worth and all that stuff, it all comes back to you. Stop looking outside and start looking inside. Outside. So first step is to everything I said today, the first step is look inside. All the answers are inside, and everything else. Outside doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what anybody out there is saying. Stop. I think sometimes we get caught up in getting advice and we just become junkies of advice mm. instead of saying, okay, wait a minute. 
let me tune into myself. What do I want? What's the best action for me? You have everything you need inside of you. All it requires is to tune in and listen to yourself. And that's where like meditation can help. Um, if you're not somebody like there's um, this scientific around this, it's called, um, you can go to Google and just type in, I think it's pronounced binaural beats. And there's science around binaural beats. It's scientifically frequencies to hit mm. your brain and your inner being in a different wavelength. I'm not going to go into science because I don't mm. really know too much about it. Uh, other than there's science around how those beats are created. I listen to those beats a lot when I want and trying to tune into myself um, and get the guidance I need. Like everything, I'll be honest, everything I've developed and my entire career has been developed on me listening to my inner being, tuning into myself, my higher self, the universe, God, I'm, I believe in God, um, and just taking guidance and then trusting the guidance I get, right? That's right. And my and my coaching programs, that's how I made them. Am I the most smartest person out there? No. But mm. I the ability to just trust what I'm getting and design it. I tune in, I pray, and whatever I get, I will go deliver. I don't second guess it anymore, especially now. I don't second guess anything that I get from my intuitions and my gut feeling. Right. So the only advice you need is you, is mm. yourself. Just tune into yourself. Google binaural beats. My favorite Reiki healer channel is Reiki with Rachel on YouTube. Like her meditations are great. Again, I'm just giving a reference point. Mm -hmm. Listen to your gut feeling. There's somebody out there that's probably right for you. For me, it was her. She also magically appeared in my life in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I've always been spiritual. My mom's raised me like that. I always, I grew up in our Sikh temple here in Toronto. Weekends were spent there. So I've been in tuned to all this stuff at a very young age. Um, but again, I was one foot in, one foot out. But the last two years, especially the last year, and so I've been really, really two feet are in. And whatever fears come up, I face them. It's opportunity right. for healing. I think That's fears right. come up. It's just an opportunity to heal ourselves. Um, so the only advice you need is the one your gut is telling you. Telling you, right, right. And then just go ahead and decide. And I think one of, the things, one of the things that I've, I've discovered recently is that, you know, there are too many advice out there. People are giving mm -hmm. tips and strategies. The one thing that people need to understand is that they have to just make a decision. Do it. And do it. And as you keep doing it, you, be, you, 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 you then begin to figure it out and then find better ways to do it and then begin to modify things. But just get to do it and follow your goals, like you said. Awesome. The last question is, what, if, what is the one book that you can recommend that has helped you in your journey of self-development, of personal development? One book? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's uh, several books. But if there's one book that you, actually you want to Actually, one book. Yeah, one book. I can't think of the name right now, but one author, uh, one individual that really helped me in my entrepreneurial journey is Damon John, the Shark Tank guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Damon yeah. John. Hmm. Yeah. His book, Power of Broke, um, and there was another one. His books are very simple and easy and they resonate. Um, he has a, I used to recommend his books a lot. Um, Power Broke, and there was another one. 
I don't remember. All of them start with power something. But power yeah, I think broke. In that. I think power something. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm reading. I haven't finished the other book I got, Power of Something. It's sitting somewhere here. Uh, I, I would say anybody that really, like, Damon John, um, I resonate with him a lot. I learned a lot as an entrepreneur from him. And then I did start reading his books. Um, and you can, I skim through, I don't read chapter by chapter. I like kind of a little bit skim through a lot of the stuff. He's one person I would say his book has really, um, impacted me the the latest book i've read is by louise uh, louise something i have it sitting on my table it's, give me one you, you want to grab it yeah go ahead yeah i want to grab it because <laughs> it goes back to okay so louise hey i've been reading this book and it's called you can heal your life you can heal your life okay you can heal your life so and a pro tip guys like if you, and then if anybody doesn't like you know if you don't know if this book's right for you go to your public library and get it for free like you can rent out books for free i've read tons of books when i was an entrepreneur at the libraries and just got them for free you know you can rent the books for free mm -hmm. this i i highly recommend this book to everybody because we don't understand how many things have happened to us that are stopping us from living our true fulfilled life that's right and it's because we're not healing ourselves mm -hmm. and this goes back to like the only advice you need is yourself right tune up the noise and this was one book this author was actually recommended to me through my reiki healer she kept actually not author she kept mentioning her over and over so i was like i just took it as a sign that i need to like look into this person and then um so this is one book i do recommend everyone to read and it's louise hayes you can heal your life and it she is an international bestseller um this is all about really learning to there's so many aspects of ourselves and identifying what's truly making you unhappy or what's like if you're truly like living your life just as a life and you're not fulfilled, then there's something stopping you from it. I do That's recommend right. this book, truly. Like I think healing yourself is a one number one thing that I committed to doing when my dad died. It's the first time I actually committed to healing. Mm. I've been through hell and back. But that's the first time in my life I sat down as like, no. I don't need to pretend. I don't need to be strong. I don't need to do anything. I need to feel my emotions go through the griefing channel and then heal my, and then from there I said, I'm going to heal myself. And with that healing also open up all the other things I needed to heal. Mm. And that's awesome. why you see a shift in me um, is because I committed to healing. So the healing journey, I'm going to be honest, is not pretty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the mm. side of it is amazing. Right. You huh. will be a lot more grounded, humble, centered. Uh, a lot of my past clients have reached out to me and said that we see a huge shift in you to who you were when you first started to who you are now. And it's because I really committed to healing. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said I found my Reiki healer, like legitly manifested her into my life because she was the next layer to my healing journey.
So mm. the last two years have been pretty, not pretty. <laughs> mm. I mean, this is this is gonna help someone who probably is listening now, and you know, they're at that point in their life. Because I've I've had people you know, come to me and you know, they they they've been beaten and battered, not just beaten physically. I mean, life has thrown them, you know, a lot of stuff, and to the point where they don't even value, they they, they don't have a self worth. You know, they they feel like they they they, they can. Then they cannot, they cannot amount to anything, right? So I, I think a lot of you know, knowing your worth and determining yourself what would also come from that place of healing and it is. going going from that place of brokenness to, to 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 healing or being healed, and then because you can't give what you don't have, right? If you want to help people, if you're someone who wants to make impact and help people, you also have to be, be healed and helped and. Um, be in that place where you can help people. So yes, th this is really going to help people. And this is the first we have in that kind of mm -hmm. conversation. And the first mm -hmm. longest episode, guest episode, we're going to be having. So I'm um, <laughs> really... <laughs> you know, the, is... the thing about healing is mm. um, when you commit to healing, it's honestly, it's the best gift you can ever give yourself is to take time to do meditation heal yourself when you commit to healing know that it's not going to be pretty because there's a lot of things you're going to have to work through some things you may not even be aware of when i committed to it um my whole life changed and i realized i was holding on to a lot of uh, anger i went through i'm going to be like a lot, some people know this some people may not and your listeners obviously would not know this unless they follow me on LinkedIn, is I was in an abusive marriage mm. and I left that. Um, and I've been single ever since I left it, but I was holding on to so much anger. And, and but I just kept going on like that. I would snap at people easily. And I thought, you know, everybody's out there to get, uh, get me and people just are not valuing me. And so, so much bad emotions were in me. When I started to commit, to the healing and then i learned was people are just projecting back emotionally how i feel by myself right mm. so if you don't like what you're seeing out there it's because there's there's something in you don't like and it's a hard pill to swallow right. to be like no people are just mean <laughs> or people are just saying that because whatever but the truth is mm. people are just mirroring back to you at the me what i feel so if i don't value myself then people are going to write that back to me they're not going to value me so same thing with getting a job like if you don't feel employers are going to like going to pay you that much guess what they're not going to pay you right so valuing like healing will not only gonna help like it's not a pretty journey but i can guarantee you however long that healing journey may be for you just depends on whatever you're dealing with on the other side is it's what's waiting for you is more happy version of you more fulfilled version of you happy life fulfilled life your soul tribe your soul community is waiting to come into your life all goodness is waiting to come in if you just allow it to come in mm. and also one big thing that's going to come out of it is you're going to discover your gifts i did i i had a gift which still a little bit hesitant to talk about that's my own insecurities around it but 
I've learned to talk about it. I'm spiritually gifted. I've always had this gift, but I've started to own it now. And through that healing and meditation, it's just kind of opened it up to a whole different level where I do work. I do share it with my clients and I help my clients more than just helping them getting a job. I help them through the healing journey. I help them discover what their blocks are. I can actually read people's energies and auras and say, okay, here, you know, here's what I'm picking up from you. Here's your blocks. And then I cry, okay, here's what we need to do to overcome these blocks. Mm. Every single mm. person I've done this with, I've even done it with potential client calls. I've, they always said, yeah, you're right. And again, owning my gift. So I have a gift of healing, uh, uh, reading energies, and I actually now bring that into my practice as a coach, into my coaching sessions as a girl coach. And I think that's where truly with the biggest shift in people I have happened, it's why they've been able to get speedy results. Hmm. To be honest, it isn't because I'm teaching something I'm teaching something different, that's for sure. I'm teaching some proven strategies, but I'm also teaching people to clear their inner energies and really connect to themselves and their souls to live a more fulfilled, happy life and become a, a better version of themselves. And it does come from healing. That's right. I mean, what you're doing is uh, it goes beyond the surface. So there's a deep walk. I know there's a book titled Deep Walk, but this is deep because this is how people will be grounded and um, I'm really glad to 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 be on this journey with you because I know the last when I jumped into your session I knew I, I felt that energy and you're not I mean I knew there was something about you that was around this and I'm and you're not it's not a coincidence that you're having to discuss this topic today um, it's not mm -hmm. a coincidence that this topic was chosen because you know, I, I kept thinking, okay, what, what, what are we going to talk about when I, when your name popped up? You know, and I knew what I wanted in my mind, but I was like, what is the right topic to to have this, this conversation? And this is this just fits right in. So, thank you so much for your time. Like I said, this is the longest episode, and, and I, I don't feel like it ended. Like, I know we have to go about our day and do stuff. But this is this has been a great, great time, great conversation. I know our audience are going to benefit from this tremendously. But before you go, corporate, um, I want to give the opportunity, you know, um, to get to know you. How was the best platform to connect with you? Um, do you have anything going on programs that you know our audience mm -hmm. can benefit from? Yeah, um, best way to connect with me. The only one platform I have is LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't have any other social media platforms. It's easy um, to manage when you have just one. Honestly, <laughs> it's part of my healing journey. I let go Instagram. It wasn't for me, and it's mm. been the best decision in my life. Right. Um, so LinkedIn is the best way to connect with me. Follow me. You can um, follow me. I post a lot um, through there. And I have a membership program because I do believe that everyone should get the help they need, regardless of price point. So I created something very affordable for everybody, and it's my membership program, um, and it's $9.99. Uh, you can start, and you get unlimited webinars, uh, replay of unlimited webinars, access to unlimited webinars on job searching, LinkedIn, resumes, building yourself as a brand, everything I talked about today, including affirmations and stuff, and I do coaching uh, once a week. So it's weekly coaching uh, live calls through there 
so you can join that and you can cancel anytime it's 999 to start um, those would be the best two options and if anybody wants to work beyond the membership i have courses and coaching programs which then i just tell anybody that wants to work with me we do a call uh discovery call to see if it's a right fit for both parties not just mm -hmm. one party it needs to be right. coaching only works if it's a fit for both parties um so you feel free to reach out to me on linkedin if anybody's interested in working with me but follow me on linkedin it's the best bet thank you for listening to today's episode if you love this episode share with your friends on facebook instagram or linkedin if you haven't already done so hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our episode and give us a rating this will help our podcast get more visibility to those who don't know about this podcast remember your growth is personal no one is responsible for your personal growth but you. Stay blessed.